I've forgotten how I wanted to start it. To start it. So what are we going with? Reasons, reasoning, reasoning, reasoning and seasoning. I like that reasoning and seasoning. <laughs> tuned in, locked in, tuned in. Actually, do I? What do I want to record? I got Sims Simba. I'm just gonna go Ellington. Hello, everybody. This is the reason, the season. Hi. This is a podcast. Each week, each week. <laughs> a lot of shit going on. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I'm just gonna go Ellington. Alright, look. Alright, alright, alright. Let's just blast into it. See what comes out, bro. <laughs> Dive in. <laughs> Make sure you tune in every I'm week. Cancel that one. I just said a bag of shit. What? We're just two guys. That you want to hear? <laughs> what? What? No, wasn't that right? <laughs> What's going on, people? You're now tuned into the Reasoning and Seasoning podcast with myself, Ellington, and myself, King Sims. We're just two guys chopping it up, talking shit about topics you want to hear. And of course, we put our own seasoning on it. So make sure you catch us each and every week. <laughs> High level, advanced grade, weapons grade, fuddery, fud, nation, fudology. <laughs> when I hear that, do you know what's even worse about this, bro? Look up maybe the next video on his socials. He does reaction videos to stuff where he's standing, he's sitting in a box. This video is playing and he's watching it from the side. Oh, he did right. a reaction video to his own video where he's saying that he cheated on his wife. No he's way. done a reaction video to that. <laughs> no way. Oh, it's not on here, but if you got I've got it's a not link on his to actual it. video. I've but. got a link to it. Um someone posted it on Facebook. It made me laugh because I was just like, narcissistic march. How Are you bad okay? is that? Um, so this guy, so hold on a minute. <laughs> this guy did something contrary to his own preaching. Yep. Then went public with the person that he betrayed the most out of doing this. Yep. And then did a, a post-match analysis, a yep. play-by-play, if you will. Yep. Man had match of the day statistics. Yep. NBA, TNT. <laughs> Stats, <laughs> crowd reaction, <laughs> literally instant replay. He's watching. Let's see that He's again. Doing reaction on the video, like he doesn't know what's if about it, to come. If up. it's gonna go, like how it's gonna go, or what the outcome's gonna be. So I think this is this is like yeah, this is narcissism at its. Fi- I want to say finest, but it's not fine. It's narcissism at its peak. Yeah. But I think what's worse about this is that. It is. It's so he he speaks about this whole incident as if it's not him that did it. Yeah. Like he's speaking about it in 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 the third person. Like he's speaking about it objectively. And it's like, hold on a minute. That's not an apology. That's why when I brought this up, I was like, this isn't an apology video. This is uh, an acknowledgement video. Yeah. It's like I'm acknowledging that this was done, but names and instances this are, is... are not not those are small. Those are. Minor details Precisely. in the tapestry of lie and bigotry. Like, it's, it's one of those ones where weird. what he's trying to say, he's trying to piece together and say, there's many factors at play here. <laughs> and what we need to understand is when all of these things fantastically combine, ultimately you get a situation whereby so many woolly words. These like, are not Dragon Balls, my guy. What did you do? <laughs> but you're out here preaching what? You built your name off what? How many books exactly. have you published saying what? But then what did you do? Not on one occasion, on Many multiple occasions. Occasion, multiple with times. With many women. Ah. So my question is... And you see the bit where you said, um, where you said, oh, uh, it's not just limited to speaking to meeting out flirtation behavior. It goes as far as sex <laughs> with, you know, more than what 
I was like, bro, what are you doing? Just say you cheated. In person as well. Yeah. Like it wasn't him. Like something possessed him yeah. in those actions and that's not who he is. And it's yeah. like, bro, I think, and you're, in a sense, he is correct when he says, when, when, he, when he tries to explain this alter ego. The version of him that he's sold or is selling is not the version of him that is living in his own home yeah. or is living in his private life. Yeah. So I think when he's got a camera in front of him, he jumps into that alter ego. Mm. But he's then, again, reaction video to your own acknowledgement video. What the fuck is that? Do you know what's the most beautiful thing that I've seen so far is uh, women online. I'll read you uh, the, the, the caption that... Uh, let me find it. So women online reacting to obviously watching this all unfold um, and, you know, their thoughts on it. Like uh, you are the first, you, actually, uh, I mentioned it uh, to my missus earlier, but she doesn't know who J Derek Jackson yeah, yeah, yeah. is. So, but for yourself, like we've come upon this story uh, and this is what the person who posted online says, um, homeboy is sitting right next to his whole wife hand in hand as he recounts the occasions and ways in which he was unfaithful to her. I would rather drag myself by my coochie across broken shards of glass than sit holding my husband's hand as he tells the world how he's cheated on me. <laughs> that's the caption. So the women are going in on this. Like, I'm too bloody right. Like, what kind of shit is that? That's abusive. She's she's there nodding and like as he's... In acknowledgement. Yeah. Like, and My girl, you are the one who's been betrayed here. Yeah. Why are you holding your hand? Yeah. I'm trying to find out where her grandmother is or her own mother or her sisters or her... Everybody got a, got a cousin. Fire flames. Bro. Cousin need to... Like, I know for a fact... <laughs> I know for a fact, right? If there was a situation where I was in that woman's shoes, uh -huh. I've got I've got female cousins that would be at my door. Them pots and pans is coming out. The yeah. wig is coming off. Yo, there's... there's Earrings have left the earlobe. You, you know those flip Vaseline on the cheeks. Because we're ready to scramble here. We are ready to rumble. This is what we play for, Super Bowl. Exactly. I've been training my whole life for this. Do you know what I mean? Like certain... I think certain members... And this is not to, you know, even bash the woman or whatever, but they... What this looks like is that he's either picked somebody or has worn somebody down to mm. the point where they will tolerate this. Yeah. Not even is it just embarrassment. Mm. That's a betrayal of your marriage. He, he's taken away her dignity by doing that. Yeah. Publicly, no less. Yeah. It's one thing to do it in private. Yeah. But you've brought your whole wife on to the, to the world. Yeah. To your 1.2 million followers and then some. Because I don't, I don't follow you in and I'm only just finding out about this now. So there's more than 1.2 million people that have sat and watched you. And you see the way he's holding the hand. Yeah. Fingers in clasp. Yeah. It's almost like a trap. Like he can't, he's not letting her go. Yeah. He's Do you know what I mean? Squeezing, squeezing that's the hand. Over. He probably knows that that's her strong hand. She's probably left-handed. She's probably a southpaw. Yeah. And he's got the hand grips just in case she won't fly off. Man. You know that one there? Do you know what? It it just seems so in his whole Dangerous, circus. Man. He's bought the biggest clown to appear in his circus. Mm. And who's made her a clown? He's made her a clown. He's probably worn her down. Whatever's the ringmaster. But he's literally just he didn't he didn't need to include her in this video, bro. He did not. Remember when Kevin Hart got found cheating? Yeah. With one chick. Uh. And he just sat down in the camera and said I'm sorry. 
Yeah. This was even after he was on various interviews talking about his wife referring to her as his rib and saying that, you know, that's the best part of me or whatever, yeah. you know. And then he was found doing this. Mm. To, to As far as we are aware, this is he, he had one mistake. He slipped up. He apologized. And now we're over it. Yeah. But the thing is, the difference there is he did it once. Mm. He went online. He didn't try to embarrass anybody by doing all this. And he was accountable to himself. Yes. He said, I fucked up. Yeah. I messed around. There was nobody else involved. No he took full responsibility for it. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure he's mentioned in an interview that they've had counseling and this is brought. Do you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. That yeah. is how you apologize and you move on. Yeah. And you rectify your mistakes. You reassure somebody you, you have, you're not going to do it. And, you know, make them feel safe because you've damaged, you've broken a trust there. Yeah. This guy even trying to repair shit. He's trying to repair his business. Yes. He's trying to repair bro. his his image. In the caption. Before he repairs his wife. He's got his wife <laughs> with a whole bonnet on her head. Imagine. Looking like Sunday morning. Yo, the caption on the video has dreadful behavior. To his book. Get oh my God. Get, get healed together without hurting each other. Book 50% off bit.ly. Heal together book. <laughs> Heal together. Hey. When we're talking about real... She needs to put her heel on his neck. When we're talking about real real hustlers out here who have no re- regard for other people's feelings or what they're actually... The clown that they look like, but the clown that they're making other people look like, then this dude is right up there. Because at all costs, he's trying to have this persona still selling books and still getting views. At all costs. Or that's At all costs. The audacity. Do you, do, you know, know, do, you know, do you know what that's like? Yeah. You've done wrong to this person yeah. and you want to use them to apologize to themselves. Yeah. Wow. A pawn in the game. It's crazy. And it's, that's what he's, I think that's what he's seen it as. He sees this whole thing as a chess move. Yeah. Nah, it's, big man. It's time to stop. This is, at this point, you've been checkmated. Yeah. You need to bow out the, the game. Is up. Go and learn. Just, yeah. Go and look after yourself. Fix whatever's broken in your life. Yeah. And and then then later on in life you can check back in and play another round. Exactly. But don't be out here trying to resurrect yourself. Trying to play so many moves quickly. So there was one video that was posted online where he out and out denied it, uh, and then he deleted that. And then soon after, Imagine. the video comes that, out. With that his video wife. Is still circulating though, isn't it? It's, yeah, some people oh, obviously. This Come on. Once there you is. press once you press post, it's out. That's it. Yeah, it's everybody out. has seen yeah. it. Especially with your one point two. Yeah. In exactly. 1.2 million people, mm. bear it about 10% of those people have got you on that um, post notification. So every yeah. time you post, the second you post, yeah. it's on their phone. Exactly. And they're going directly to it. And it don't matter if you felt cute and might delete later. Because <laughs> I'm sorry, the internet, there are people who've got bots that will download yeah. that file. Oh, Whether it's video or photo. They've even got those bots that, uh, you know, when all the news outlets come out and say that, ooh, so-and-so and so-and-so unfollowed each other. Unfollowed each other online. Mm. Rumors of a split, blah, blah. Bro, that's all set up, automated. That's, They're um, not checking your it, page. What was it? Uh, Sweetie and... Uh, and Quavo. Quavo. Blah! Let's talk about <laughs> I've got something to say Flipping about that. Flipping hell. I'll let I've you go. I've got something to say I'll about that. I'll let you that. go. Run through. <laughs> so for those who don't know, first of all, where have you been? But I understand a lot of our listeners probably won't. But yeah. basically, Sweetie and Quavo, hip-hop R&B stars yeah. from the Migos, right? They were going out. Uh, initially... The rumors started just as Sim suggested that um, they started unfollowing each other. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I don't know a couple on this planet who don't follow each other. Yeah. Unless one of them doesn't have social media for whatever reason. Yeah. But these are two superstars. 
or stars at least, and they followed each other and now they unfollowed each other. Now, you don't get a notification when people unfollow. Yeah. So somebody is paying close attention to this yeah. or like you suggested, it's a bot that's mm-hmm. notified them. Yeah. And ultimately, um, they have split and the internet is doing an absolute wahala. Mm-hmm. And this was about a week, maybe a week and a half ago. Yeah. And at this point, I will let Sims continue. Okay, so there's some very big takeaways from this because these are two prominent people um, in the the world of hip-hop and R&B. It's undeniable. Uh, They've got huge followings. They are big talking points. Migos, uh, Sweetie as well with all her recent achievements. So if you imagine the pressure that they are under to no matter what their real relationship status is like, they're also, uh, to a certain extent, playing up for the cameras, you know, yeah. when it comes to Instagram. Mm-hmm. Um, so one thing that she said was that uh, her infamous post about, you know, when she was explaining it, I don't know why she felt the need to have to explain it to the world, but she said that, like, look, um, I'm done with all the, the hurt and the lies. Um, I emotionally checked out of the mm-hmm. relationship months ago. Mm-hmm. Um, uh See you later, or however she ended up. She'll um, take care of what Take care, yeah, yeah, take care. Now, the crazy thing Freedom here of expression. is doing up Valentine's Day was some big overblown gestures of, um, you know, the room filled with roses. Uh, this young lady was gifted a brand new convertible Bentley uh, <laughs> over the festive period. So all these times you've emotionally checked out, but that was still going on. So to the world a picture was being painted of like, mm-hmm. everything's rosy here. But Excellent. in her own words, I emotionally checked out and that wasn't for me months prior. Mm-hmm. And yet that was all still going on. So the thing that got me about that was like, imagine how many people are looking at that and being like, ooh, goals. Do you know what I mean? For goodness sake, brand new Bentley converts. Goals. Uh, however many roses were in that room where he literally like filled it. Uh, goals, do you know what I mean? This, and is they what don't bo- know. this is what bothers me about people. People love to just idolize absolute strangers. Mm. Your parents have been married for 25 years. Idolize that. Come on. That's what I'm saying. You see what I mean? This is has your dad ever I'm filled so any room in that. your house with elaborate amount of roses yeah. for your mom? Yeah. Are they happily married? So, yes. do you see how one doesn't equate to the other? Exactly. Focus on your own not. life. Yeah, and they're not being branded as goals and heroes. Around here. But exactly. you're looking on the internet at someone who, do you know what I mean? Like, it's ridiculous. Yeah. It's, but this is the this is the People the I don't know with tattoos on their face. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Who can't rap. Who, who aren't the greatest Humpty even Dumpty. in their own trade. But, yeah. But your dad has been putting food on the table however long. Your mom hard, has been working her ass off all the time. Yeah. Every parent-teacher's meeting, they are there. Yeah. Every time you screw up, they're there to help you. Every yeah. time you achieve something, they they um, celebrate you. Yeah. They celebrate each other. They yes. still, still show each other affection. Exactly. Your dad still goes does the most on your anniversary and vice versa. Yeah. But you're talking Sweetie and you're talking um, Quavo and you're talking Cardi B and you're talking, as much as I like them as a couple, you're talking Jay-Z and Beyonce. Mm. Celebrate your grandparents. For goodness sake. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? Married, 75. Do you know what I mean? For goodness sake. God rest their soul. Buried next to each other. Mm. This is the wildest thing as well because um, (laughs) this is where I started deriving enjoyment from this because, look, I'm not celebrating that anyone's broken up. But you know what? 
people's reactions and memes that come out. I love meme it's culture. Like... <laughs> meme culture is the best thing to come out of this planet since the turn of the century. Trust me. Facts. And when the memes started coming out about take care, <laughs> then someone made a meme about like, um, supposedly, I don't know if this is true or not, but supposedly he sent repo guys to repo the Bentley. Oh, apparently he didn't. Oh, apparently he didn't. Okay. Apparently, okay. Do you know what? I'm not going to speak on it because I don't know the actual ins and outs of it, but yeah. apparently that's not true. Oh, okay. But, if he did, what 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 is your take on that? What, what, if you if, know what? say you gift a girl uh-huh. something elaborately expensive, yeah, we're not talking a piece of jewelry, mm-hmm. which is you know, if you bought a girl, if you bought your missus a, a watch, yeah. it's going to be a woman's watch. So you know what I mean. But this is a car we're talking about. This is a vehicle a of transport, car. six figures, exactly. It's it's massively expensive. Yeah, um, it's it serves purpose beyond just being a, an accessory. Mm-hmm. So. It's a it's a viable item. Like it's not yeah. just something. It's not just a throwaway. Yeah, and it doesn't go out of date thing. like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. What are you doing if you break up? And what would be the reason you would take it back? So you would you, yeah you would repo it. In in this particular instance and this story, the the meme that come out, come out. I don't know how it was worded, but it said like, okay, well, take care. Cool. Uh, them repo guys gonna take care of the return of that vehicle. I bet that. <laughs> I was just like internet you win again mm-hmm. so personally this is the way that i see it okay uh you've gifted something something to someone in a time when you were going out the relationship comes to an end um if i am gifted something um especially something that's like of you know of value really expensive mm. the first thing that i'm thinking is okay if that relationship is well and truly done why do i want to be holding on to something that reminds me of this person because more time when someone gives you something it's there's there's feels around it sentimental it's a spe- sentimental value it's it's maybe on a, on a special occasion um or do you know what i mean so mm. i personally like depending on what it is i would make efforts to try and return it to the person so all right, but if communication yeah. is broken down yeah yeah then bruh <laughs> So the, the uh, world let's, is the world. let's make it specific. Mm-hmm. Let's say uh, you bought a girl a car. Okay. Well, no. Let's 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 do it this way. She bought me a car. Do I like the car? Is it my favorite car? Because these people aren't broke. They got multiple yeah, cars. Multiple. If you bought, <laughs> so if I got gifted a yeah. car mm-hmm. and that's the only car I use and that's the only car I have, mm. like let's say. I was talking about like, this is classic for like someone of you and I's like level. Like we're not celebrities, we're not superstars, we're not overly rich. So let's say for instance, I'm saying, I'm complaining about my watch. Yeah. Shit, my watch keeps breaking or the battery keeps running out or, you know, I keep needing to get it, you know, fastened or whatever. Yeah. And then for like my birthday, she buys me a watch knowing that the watch I have needs replaced. Okay. Now this is the only watch I have. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not giving that back. Okay. Yeah. I don't care how expensive it is. I don't know how much. I don't care how much you worked for it. Mm-hmm. You gave that to me. It's something I now rely on. Yeah, true. So no, I'm sorry, you can't get it back. Yeah. If it's one of many things that I own, if it's one watch and a sea of blasted Rolexes in my in my yeah. in my watch drawer. Yeah. You know the mechanical thing that rotates to keep the connected. If it's one of many, yeah, you can have it back. Precisely. But you know what? I I like what you say there because if it's something you rely on. Mm. Uh, and if it's not a, if it's a situation where that relationship is well and truly over and done and you've now moved on, you're mm. now in a new relationship, 
and it's not something you rely on literally i this is my one watch this is mm. something that i rely on and when you look at it you're not thinking about that ex-partner because mm-hmm. the problem lies in if it's there it's not something you use every day or whatever but it's just got so much sentimental value behind it and yeah. it's lying there in the mm. home and then every time you look at it it takes you back to a time in your life do you know what i mean so i think they're in that's where there's a, a problem because ultimately it's not about how much it costs or what it is it's the it's, value of it yeah it's, it's a, the value it's a of thing it of like to you yeah exactly mm. so mm. i like cars yeah yeah if i'm gifted some serious vehicle that oh. literally makes me like cry like a small child <laughs> when it gets get delivered it. it'll be hard Lord yeah. knows it'll be hard. And then I'll go back to like driving maybe some clapper off a vehicle. But <laughs> Temporary. these are the things where it's just I couldn't kind of drive like, again. Uber from now on. I would, you know what? I would, I'd, <laughs> I'd have to. The return would be hard, but I would return that. I wouldn't return it. I'd be like, the keys are under the tire. This thing needs to be gone by 12 noon when I'm out. I would put rules on it. <laughs> I can't so see if, if it's leave. not If it's not gone by this time, then you forfeit it. <laughs> <laughs> it's not gone by 6 p.m. Friday. You forfeited. Oh man! So let's say I buy you an, the new iPad or the new laptop, the yeah. new M1 Mac, right? Mm. If I know that that now you've used that for all your work and all your uh, on all your um, activities or whatever, yeah. then I'm gonna be like, nah, just keep it because you need it. Because mm. at that point, if I take it away from you, effectively, all I'm doing is crippling you, and I don't want to do that. Yeah, even if. You have betrayed me mm-hmm. and done a madness and cheated or did whatever. It's not in my, it's not I've learned to not be the spiteful one. Yeah. I'm not spiteful like that. Mm. I, the very the very most I would just void my I'll write I'll write it off as a loss. Okay. It's an expensive lesson, but now you learn. Okay. Could I ask a question? Mm. And this this is an interesting point you've raised there. If communication breaks down, mm-hmm. you know, in a circumstance where two people aren't seeing eye to eye no more iPad example or uh-huh. car example. Then fast forward a little while. Uh, next dude is now rolling around in my up iPad, doing up iPad mm. in the whip, doing a big enjoyments with a big smile. That seat reclined right back in that joint like uh. a taxi driver. Do you know what I mean? Repo! <laughs> I'll repo that on the spot. I'll repo it myself. I'll put on the old, I'll put on my own overall hour. Hire yes. a, a, a tow truck. I'll get a, a name repo. badge printed up. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I repo will register for 12 pounds. I will register my own repo company. <laughs> limited company. <laughs> oh, is that what you thought? Dot limited. That's what it was yeah, called. Because it's the thing. At the time, you outside of your mind.com. <laughs> am I a dickhead? <laughs> I will register all of these domains. Check me out on company's house. <laughs> yes. Am I an idiot? Believe me. Limited. If it's like a short period of time afterwards. Yeah. You know, the same kind of, you know, the same petrol that I put in there mm. is still in the tank. It's still in the tank. And That's you've got next man riding around in it. Or yeah. you've got next man doing up YouTube. Doing uh, up assignments Google. on. Yeah. yeah. Trying yeah. To end it. I'll be like, no, nah, I'm going to need that back. Because mm. you clearly don't rely on it that much. It's now yeah. you, this is this is shared. Yeah. Facilities. Yeah. So if it's shared, it's not a, it's not a something that you solely rely on. Mm-hmm. So, yoink. So another question, following on from that, then in the follow up relationship, say mm-hmm. uh, both parties move on, mm-hmm. do you think the people should disclose bare random things lying around the crib? Do you think people should take it, uh, be jump out of their way to disclose? Oh, that iPad there. 
that mm. came from so and so. Again, it depends. Because at the end of the day, it is an iPad that's doing its job. There's well, nothing th- on this, it that says this is it. So it depends. If it's something that's just being used for its purpose, mm. so iPad, car, and all the rest of it. Yeah. You're not obligated to tell anybody something, but if they do ask where it came from, don't lie. Yeah. And mm. don't 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 pretend that it's not. Just yeah. say, yeah, my ex bought me this. Mm. And I still use it because I need it. Yeah. I don't have the money to replace the car. I don't have the money to replace the laptop or iPad or whatever. Mm. I still need this item. The minute I can upgrade or the minute I'm looking to get a new a new a one in its place, yeah. then I will have no qualms getting rid of it. Get rid of it, yeah. If the iPad is dead in the drawer and there's an engraving on the back to my love, we was, <laughs> do you know what I mean? And you're still and you still got it, but you don't use it. Yeah. Then I have to start. Mm, like, why do you, you obviously there's a sentimental value to this now? Yeah. Which you need to lay to rest if we are to move forward. Yeah. But it, and, and but if we're talking about stuff that's just solely sentimental. Yeah. A jumper of his. Mm. Yeah. Or like she's left an item of clothing, like, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, she left like an item of clothing and you've got it because it clearly reminds you of that person. Yeah. Then you need to get rid of that. I throw away my own shit that I don't want. Yeah. I have no qualms throwing away other people's shit. You yeah. know what I mean? Especially if they show no interest in it. Yeah. So it's one of them ones. So I think it's, I think, it, I think there, there are different levels to it, but if somebody bought me a Bentley mm. and I can afford to buy my own Bentley yeah. or it's one of many cars I already have, Take it. It's minor. Yeah. Take it. It's minor. I, don't, I don't need it in my house. When if anything, you've, take, gifted, you've like taken up, it's taken up space in my thing. Yeah. When things are being gifted, like a box of chocolate like that, like a box of Ferrero Rocher, yeah. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Then, yeah, I fully agree with that. It's easy come, easy go. Cool. You want it back? You don't want it back? Bless. Either way. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah, fuck it, man. It's wild. It's so good. Um, but yeah, man. Give back the people them things. Mm. Or sell I'm it still, I'm still and get something out of it because money is not sentimental. Yeah. yeah <laughs> Turn money, that Bentley into cashola yep. and pay your bills. Yep. Do you know them ones there? I've always like... Or be petty and return it. Return it in money, monetary form in like coins. Do you know what though? Like people... <laughs> just deliver a dump truck of, of two or, cents. Of pence. Do you know what, what's crazy? Like we, we will just... You know, we've made joke and banter about it, but for real, I've heard of people go through trauma trying to get young PS4 back. Oh, do you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, Trying to get yeah, the Xbox yeah, back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? And it's a dude who's like seriously into his, he's got his PS4 at his house, he's got his PS4 at her house. And he's seriously trying to get it back because that's a big part of him. Mm. But someone is now actively trying to deny access to this thing and trying to drag it out because they're vindictive and they want to drag it. So it's not about the monetary value. And then you even got to a stage where someone offered to like, I, right, how much is your little PS4 worth anyway? Do you know what I mean? Like, why are you so... Mm. It's like it's not. It's not about that. It's like mm. my. It's my possession. I think that's a control thing. Yeah, and I mean, you and I haven't been in this position, but I have heard horror stories of women using children like Ooh. that. Where? So like the like the the parents have broken up, and dad still wants to maintain a relationship with the son or mm. the daughter, but you know, the mum's in the way. The mum's yeah. just on a spiteful tip, and it's just like no you are not seeing your son because you haven't done and just make up any arbitrary excuse yeah. just to punish him. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But and those I'm, ones I've heard those and I'm just like, you're only hurting the child at this point. Exactly. You might be, you might be hurting the man, mm. but the only reason why he's tolerating this hurt is because he wants to see his child. Yeah. And I think that's the damaging part. Yeah. But there's yeah. such a, it's 
a big conversation a lot of people don't want to have. Exactly. It's a huge conversation because a lot of the women in that position sometimes will run with the deadbeat dad narrative. Um, and it's such an easy grab. They'll oh, go 100%. For that. And easy. then, like, in as you get on in life, like, I've realized, like, through my 20s, um, friends have ended up in that situation. And mm-hmm. I can out and out tell you, hands down, they ain't no deadbeat dad. They're doing everything in their power mm-hmm. to support, be there for their children emotionally, financially, in every aspect. They're doing their darndest. But that one blocker mm-hmm. is the ex who even worse, this is when it gets really bad, is when um, the guys found themselves in a new relationship now, but they're still trying to take care of their kids. And they are punishing the kid mostly, but also trying to trying to put as many obstacles in the way as they can mm-hmm. because they do not approve of the fact that... I don't want don't... my child around this woman. Yeah. Because I don't like the way her, I don't know... Eyelashes sit on her face. She looks cheap. She looks tight. Do you know yeah, what I mean? They'll make any man. little excuse. It's difficult. And, but it's uh, so easy to say, yeah, deadbeat. Dead, dead, like dead, a, like you said, it's an easy grab. It's an easy mm. target. It's low-hanging fruit. Yeah. Um, yeah, I actually know somebody who's currently dealing with a situation like that. And I just feel for him, man, because I'm just like, you would never have thought it when they were together. Mm. But then as she basically started to not get her own way, which ended up led them breaking up, um, you know, they already had a child by this point, but it, she just got really, really nasty. Mm. And you just think to yourself, like, what are you getting from this? What, like, you're not gaining anything. All you're doing is taking away from other people. Yeah. People like he, who you once loved, and your child, who you still love. Mm. Nobody's get, nobody's benefiting from this. Yeah. And he is literally holding out for the day. He's doing as much as he can. He's making as many memories with his with his child. But, you know, I don't want to speak too much on their situation, even though they, you know, no one will know who it is. But she's dealing with her own demons. And instead yeah. of dealing with them, she's basically deflecting all of her pain and anger mm. into this situation. And hurt people hurt people, man. So, yeah. but yeah, I think for me, <laughs> it sounds very arrogant, right? And very self-centered. But mm. for me, the worst part is, I was just like, I knew this was going to happen. Okay. Like, yeah. as much, I know I said that you would never think she does that, but when she started turning, I was like, she's going to make this very difficult for you. And it's just like, but at that point, you can't do anything about it. Yeah. You just have to sit back and let it play out. And then I have to just be there for my brethren when he's really in a dark place because she's basically taking his child, which is his lifeline. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Damn! Mm. Location. <laughs> Crystal Palace, South London. What's your thoughts? <laughs> so that's the where the Palace. I think I'm pretty sure that's where the original wireless was. Oh right, okay. I think that's where the first wireless was, and it was there for a few years. I think before it was. Has had, it always been? Has wireless always been this capacity and this big, or was it like smaller, smaller? And now uh, they outgrew Crystal Palace. All, all festivals have started off small. Oh okay. So and eventually, you know, you have to find bigger space and. Um, Hyde Park is the biggest and most central park in London. So yeah. it would make sense to have it there mm. once it got to a certain capacity. I don't know why they've gone back to it. Yeah. But um, Crystal Palace isn't a shithole, man. Like, it's, 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 it's South London. So people are just associating South London with, like, Brixton in the 80s. It's not the same place no more. I, <laughs> like, I, it's very gentrified. My, my, There's nothing to be scared of in South London anymore. I, I, I mean, I say that with 
a general arcing of South London isn't what it was 25 years ago. Well, I I heard girls in South London season chicken with gunpowder. Um, I heard. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> I'm an outsider looking in at oh, like the, the stereotypes of South London things and what happens in South London. People didn't waste any uh, yeah. any pe- salt and pepper. Like <laughs> you get some really crazy outlandish. Um, Shout yeah. out Molly's chicken. In terms of, <laughs> do you know what? It's it's funny because um, who was it? I think it was. I think it was. It was a UK rapper, a London rapper. I can't mm. remember which one it was, but they were talking about. Um, just openly having a discussion about, you know, things that they've been through. Um, he's one of these guys who's kind of, his street persona and that whole thing precedes him. Um, casually talking about, uh, you know, the the amount of firearms and things that happen. He's older now, so he's reflecting and he's like, mm. this is bad. We can't live like this. Bro, I heard him speaking and I thought he was talking about Baghdad. I'm not like, I mean, the way people are re- like the way he's talking yeah, about people yeah, yeah, yeah. getting ready and easy access to firearms. Yeah, <laughs> I thought he was talking about. You know what I mean? And I mean, I grew up in I grew up in like West Northwest London, so my experience of these things are very far and few between. Mm. I saw crud. Yeah, and I've I've been involved in my fair share, and I've definitely witnessed some horrific scenes. Right, mm. um, but. It was always this known thing that South London was a madness. Like early yeah. 2000s, when I started really stepping out and doing my own thing, um, like just venturing off to other places, like with my friends or going to link my brethren. Mm. Now, I had family in South London. I still do have family in South London. So I always had somewhat of a pass. Yeah. Um, when I used to step off the train, if I ever got um, a, uh, like approached by anybody, I'd be like, they'd be like, oh, what ends are you from? And, I, you know, you'd say to them and then I'd casually slip in that I'm here to play a game. Mm-hmm. I'm here to, for a basketball game. But, oh, what, you ball, yeah? I'm like, yeah, 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 yeah. That's why I'm here, man. He's like, all right, cool, say nothing. Because then the man, them know that you're not here on crud. Yeah. They know that you're here for a reason. And they're just like, look, you don't bother us, we don't bother you. Yeah. But it's, they get their back up when they see faces that they don't know. Or they see it as opportunity. Uh-huh. But I'm here to play basketball. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, there's a certain, like, stigma that comes with basketball players. Obviously, I'm not tall or whatever. But I'm not a bitch. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, we yeah. played it. We we are in this. And also, if you're in the basketball community in London at the time is very close-knit. Mm. So if I'm going to play in South London, the chances are I know people from South London. If I get off a Brixton station to go to Brixton Rec, mm. the mecca of basketball in the UK, I know certain heads. They know certain heads. So it's mm. like, ah, oh. in their head, they're like, you must know my man then. Ah, right, you're 30. Go yeah. through even though you're on the opposite team, we know what that means. It's not like you're, it's not like a football casuals thing. Yeah. It's like, we know you're part of the same community. Go through, man. You're not here to do a madness. You're here to enjoy life. Yeah. Go yeah. through. But um, there were some stories that I heard and come carnival, mm. where man them from all different areas ascend on, on West London, even though we are the host, yeah. things pop off, you know. Mm. certain things have to just that rampage stage yeah do you know what i can't say that rampage ironically was probably the safest for the man them to be because we respected it we respected rampage so much i've even seen this 
Liku liku wahala kicks off. Mm. Man them from both sides. You know, you got the sensible man in the crowd. I allow it, man. Mm. What, you want to get the whole thing locked off? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then when they see, when the hosts and the DJs see the wahala, they're pulling up the track. Hey, mm. my man in the purple jacket. Mm. Move, bro, move. Officer, get that one there. Mm. They're snitching on them. So don't do it. You know what I mean? So that's yeah. why, I find, ironically enough, even though it's the most, the highest concentration of these types of characters. Yeah. And in that environment, you know, highly hostile or primitive or whatever you want to call it, it was probably the safest yeah. for that reason. Okay. Just That's out of sheer point. respect. So That's a good point. I think, um, I think, yeah, so I think that was it. But when you do hear these stories about flipping certain things that kicked off in certain raves in certain areas, yeah. I'm just like, nope. <laughs> you won't see me at that rave. Oh, what's it? We're, we're going down south. It's some rave in South London is supposed to be boom. Oh, who's, who's, what's, what's happening there? Oh, it's this and the other place. And wait, was that the one where the shooting happened mm. about two weeks ago? Yeah, yeah, yeah but it's calm now. Yeah. <laughs> how how do you know this? Have you <laughs> have you had have you had word written word from exactly. the shooter that he will Fire not shoot again? Been stashed in the bush, ready for yeah. the next time it's on. Exactly. Do you know that's always a wonder to me how Nottingham Carnival, bro. Like whenever I've seen the historic ones that went down. Mm. Buster Rhymes, Rampage Stage, yeah. Nottingham Carnival. You can blatantly tell people have descended on this stage and this area mm -hmm. from all over. Mm -hmm. In the most, I don't care what circumstance, what's in, what environment, tension is high. People are enjoying, but at the same time, people are pushing each other around. This, you, you can't <coughs> avoid that. It's such a packed place. Mm. So I'm always wondering, like, okay, there have been instances where someone got nudged the wrong way and then it went crazy. Someone got their, their trainer stepped on, it went crazy. You can't avoid it. So I'm actually surprised. Like, Do you know what's funny? Mm -hmm. I don't think that is the case. Mm. Small instances like stepping on the trainer and getting nudged in that environment, yeah. it's almost expected. Yeah, true. So people just turn a blind eye. Yeah, but you know if I'm walking in a park cases. and there's bare room and you step on my trainers and nudge me, you're Different. clearly looking for a problem. Yeah. So now you found problem. Yeah. But in that scenario, you can't get onto a man for doing but regardless. that. Like, especially when a yeah. man just turns around and says, "My bad, B." Mm. I just keeps it stepping. Or when you turn around, yeah, you step it, and you see a man's whining. That's why he, the 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 back is yeah. pushing him all over the place. You're like, you're getting assaulted. Okay. I've been assaulted. Everyone's been assaulted. Now you know. Now you know. There's some. People you have to who be just like, cause. go true, big man. <laughs> yeah, but you know, you know, there's some people who just come out to the enjoyments. To cause trouble. Yeah. So you turn around and my guy's standing there proud, looking you in the face and being like, and what? Sir? Do you know what's funny though? <laughs> there was more no wine. Was, more was... often than not, I've seen it. And because people are, a lot of people that, well, in the people that I roll with, we're not, you know, on on smoke like that. Yeah. We don't come to carnival to, to bust heads. Mm. We come to carnival to enjoy. Yeah. So if somebody has got a problem, that's your problem. Yeah. All I need to do is step one meter to the left let that space fill with a crowd of people, you are yeah. no longer my problem. True, true. And that's and I think when you've got that mindset, it's very easy to avoid conflict, mm. which is why I hate it when Carnival gets this bad reputation of yeah. it just being full of hooliganism and all the rest of it. You have more instances at a Millwall match. True, very true. Do you see what I mean? So very it's just true. like, hold on a minute. Why is the same energy not being applied to a place where there's less people yeah. in a bigger place, in a bigger area with, and have, there are more incidents? Yeah. Like, let's, like, Keem with the, you know, the ratios, 
Yeah. You know, the ratio is far worse in that place, in that yeah. in that environment than it is here. Yeah. So be fair. Exactly. But, you know, we're True talking said. about Caribbean and African event here. Yeah. So the narrative of it being dangerous is and is low-hanging fruit. It's yeah. an easy grab. Appetite for it. So what do you think wireless is going to look like this year? Why do you think... So, all right, so here's the thing. People are free again. Wireless is more often than not full of, like, kids. Okay. It's the closest they'll get to raving and seeing their favorite artist in one weekend from yeah. all of... You know what I mean? So it is primarily made up of concert goers. Mm -hmm. It's not full of mandem like that. Mm. Outside... When the event's done, yeah, that's where the mandem are because they're trying to pick up the galleys and trying oh, to promote okay. the events and stuff. They're on the outskirts, oh, okay. but in the actual event, and also is heavily, it is a it's an outdoor concert. Yeah, it's yeah. not carnival. It's yeah. not the same. It's not got the same concept. Yeah. So all the security that comes with concerts, yeah. all of the um, regulations, the health and safety regulations, yeah. is at that level. Yeah, yeah. Where carnival is just basically a street party. Mm, so yeah. there so are there, the security is there because there has to be security, not because do you know what I mean? Because they got to do the robot and dagger. That's why. <laughs> yeah, they yeah. <laughs> yeah. Every year, there's that one video clip of the dude of the policeman. Who's like, I did not expect that from him. Yeah, <laughs> he every, comes every, every with year. like a full and proper like. Yo. Who's the police? Who's gonna be the policeman this year? Who? Who gets all the viral shares yeah. about doing simple... That, the, the robot's not even simple, wavy Simple, simple dance, bro. The, like, the little you over there in the all-black tracksuit has been doing this for four hours straight. <laughs> not one video clip. Yeah. <laughs> Policeman busts a little armworm yeah. and all of a sudden goes viral. Yeah. This is not even his bag. This is not even his game. He don't care. Yep. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? But it's one of them ones, bro. Zine. Yeah, but yeah, I, I, I don't know... I heard a very interesting um, marketing strategy from somebody who works in the industry and not talking about wireless or any festival in particular, mm. but even though we know all of these concerts, all of these concerts, even throughout Corona, were never going to go ahead. Yeah. They still promoted them mm. because that's just another way of driving interest to that artist. Yeah. Or in wireless's case, or in a concert's case, to those artists that are because what they do notice is every time an act is announced for a concert or a main stage or a pre, uh, or to be appear at a festival, yeah. their streams go up. Uh, okay. Yeah. So all you need to do is say that they're at this festival. Mm. The streams go up. Then if the festival gets cancelled, justifiably because of Corona and numbers and healthcare, yeah, you can't blame the artist. You blame Corona. Yeah. But that doesn't take away from the artist streams that they've had since they were announced. Yeah, true. So, because true. I know that, mm. and the climate that we're living in, I would love to see it go back on. I mean, that's my industry. Yeah. If they can put on wireless, they can open a club. Yeah. So I would love to see it go ahead, but I won't be shocked if it doesn't. Oh, okay. Them ones there. Yeah. And, and yeah, so I think, you know, I think we should be in a place by that point where the country is safe in terms of like the pandemic yeah but at the same time i'm not going to be upset to be honest and and there's also i'm not i'm not going to wireless i've not made any plans i don't plan on being there i don't i don't, i'm not buying a ticket mm. you know if i end up going it'll be because somebody's hit me up lastminute.com and be like yo i've got a spare ticket like you want to roll yeah and if i'm not busy that weekend and if it's not coming out of my if it's not out of my way and it's not inconveniencing yeah. 
Yeah, I might roll in. Okay, okay. So obviously, um, past weekend, uh, you and I were called in to help with Be United. They, they are, they're a charity, right? Yeah, yeah. They're a charity, and they, um, effectively, they, they help promote and support and facilitate. Um, what, would, what would you say, artists of Black origin in Scotland? Yeah, yeah. Um, so it's a very, very worthwhile uh, cause. It's not that, do you know what? I hate using the word charity because it sounds like we're like an Oxfam kind of yeah, thing. Yeah. It's, it's a non-profit organization. Yes. Yeah. That's ba- that's what it actually is. It's a not-for-profit organization. So um, shout out to Emma, um, Inga and all the staff there that work yeah. there. They brought Probably. in myself and yeah. Sims to do a showreel which is going to be, uh, obviously, we'll let you guys know when that's coming out. Um, but yeah, we got we got to meet some really interesting people. Um, we got to meet some really interesting people and actually connect a few dots. Yeah. Um, the circle is very, very tight. And I, do you know what? I don't think that's necessary for, like, necessarily everyone's experience, but you and I seem to know a lot of people and see things like this when it happens. Yeah. I'm just like, wow, I know a lot more people than I thought I did. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, you, yeah. and and then you get to know somebody, and you think, right, that's another dot connected. Exactly, that's networking in itself. Yeah. So I was brought in to do the sound engineering. You were brought in to do the visuals. Yeah. But within that, um, it was just like, yeah, we knew. You know, obviously, you got you got um, Jamal there, who yep. we've known for years. Yep. You got. Sean <laughs> focus there, huh? Sean focus. Sean focus was there. Sorry, yeah. I'm laughing because of my man. What's the what's the theater guy's name? Um, uh, Neil. 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 That's the one. Yeah. Neil. He's a very interesting character. But yeah, there's a degree of separation there. Yeah. Do you know what's crazy about that whole experience? Is this the the are we not about the that? range? Yeah. Okay. Well, like, I'll let you because well, when the, you the range us. of different kind of, I mean, for starters, how many people involved in putting together theater productions have I met? or no yeah very few and the way he's coming at he's from south africa mm-hmm. um he's married to uh someone scottish mm-hmm. uh he's lived here for a very long time um and i mean there's the kind of usual things that people do they've moved from abroad like from my part of the world and they do a b or c c that's it mm. there's very few who are doing large scale theater productions being invited by um the Edinburgh International Festival mm-hmm. to showcase, you know, their production. It's That's crazy. It's a big deal as well, man. It's a very big deal. And I was just like, yo. But he was just so full of life. He sat down, he belted out some notes and gave us some of these songs that he writes himself for the production. Yeah. And I was just like, yeah, do you know what? Yeah. I think it's important to, um, I, do you know what's funny? That he, that character he displayed is exactly, in my mind, if you'd asked me to describe somebody of African origin mm-hmm. in theatre, yeah. that's what I would have come out with. That's yeah. In my mind, that's what would have piece, been pieced together. Yeah. And he's just put it into realisation for me. Yeah. But um, yes, yeah, like you said, he's kind of almost broken the barren. He said something really, really key. He said, as a people, Africans or black people, we are theatrical. Yeah. If you've ever met anyone black, we're not simple, low down, like low, like, sorry, not low down. We're not simple, low key, you know, run of the mill yeah. characters. Yeah. When you get to know us and you understand our culture, we are dancing, we are singing, we are performance, we are doing all of this. Yeah. But there are no high profile African 
playwrights or theater. Exactly. Um, um, what do you call them? Theater. Uh, producers theater producers that's yeah. the word I was looking for theater producers so you just think to yourself like why is that there's yeah. a massive and you know I don't want to give anything away um, when the show reel comes out he'll you know Neil goes into more explanation and there's also a podcast feature that he's on and when that comes out you know we'll promote him we'll, we'll let you guys know but um, maybe we can get him on the show one day Yeah, really pick knows? his brain um, yeah. I say show on the podcast <laughs> I was confused there. I was yeah. like, what show? I know, right? <laughs> um, speaking of podcasts, I met two lovely girls, uh, Susie and Shirley. Yep. And they are from uh, Black Scott Pod. They Black got their Scott own Pod. podcast. Do you know what's funny? It's a very similar concept to what me and you have. Yeah. It's just two friends bantering, chatting, chopping it up, reasoning, and but from a female perspective. Mm -hmm. They're slightly younger than us, but you know, they're two people of black origin, yeah. African origin, yeah. who are living in Scotland. Yeah. And it's really funny to hear that they're not from, not funny to hear about that. Their description of living in Scotland yeah. is even different from yours because they're in um, East Lothian. Yeah, exactly. And you grew up, well, your time in Scotland has been in, in, in the capital city. Yeah. So it's quite funny. Massive so, differences there. And, exactly. And even in well. that, even I think even amongst Scottish people, yeah. like white Scottish people, the experience of a East Lothian um, um, constituent is very different to say an Edinburgh or a Glasgow. Do you know yeah. what I mean? So it's quite funny to see the difference, but um, that's definitely a podcast that you guys should check out. I've listened to a couple of episodes now and, yeah, I'm really, I really enjoy those. Um, very, very intelligent girls, very articulate. But yeah, they are intent entertaining as well. Yeah. So I want to get them on. I want to get them involved in just coming on to our show. And, that'll you know, when the restrictions uh, release. Yep, yep. Yeah, that would be dope. Feature, that would be really, really cool. Um, but yeah, we've met loads of people over our B United. Uh, yeah, shout out to the whole team, man. That was a very, very fun weekend. First time I've actually worked... <laughs> Yeah. This whole corona, so for me, it was like, wow, get to dust off the cobwebs and my actual abilities to perform a job. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, instead of just dossing around creating stuff for the sake of creating stuff. So, but yeah, that was enjoyable. Yeah, it was a, it was a great weekend. I think um, I'm looking forward to whatever they've, they've got coming up next. I think they've got their own pod podcast as well, mm -hmm. just Be United podcast. I yeah, I'm, I'm going on Sunday. I'm recording oh, okay. that one. I don't nice. know when they're going to release it. Yeah, well, you're going to be there as well. You're doing the filming. Uh, oh, no. Are you filming for that one? I think so. Well, yeah. we'll see. Yeah. But that's going to be pretty dope. Well, that's this Sunday. So hopefully yeah. you find out before then. Yeah. I just <laughs> that's thought, that's you get a phone call from me. Now. Oh, uh, are you coming? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, nah. So, yeah, um, that's, yeah. There sounds like they're unorganized, but they are actually very well organized. The, yeah. Um, yeah. Um, Emma and Inga and the team do a very good job of getting the, getting the job done. Um but yeah, yeah, looking forward to the show reel, actually. I mean, we're sitting there, so we're saying we look forward to it, but we're the ones we're that the ones produce, <laughs> produce the we're content. The it. Yeah, exactly. So like, I've got the sound, he's got the visuals. It's like, yeah, we're looking forward to see what happens. No, they go, we need to be the ones that make it happen. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. That video there was uh, an artist who had like some sort of party. Mm -hmm. And there were these two girls there that were just obviously too intoxicated and just causing trouble, um, argue with people, like just getting very sexually aggressive as well, apparently. So he got small, small backlash because he, on his IG story, he put up a video of him kicking him out. Yeah. Like like they're actually on the outside of the door and he's like, no, no, you like have to leave or whatever. 
And there were a lot of people saying, oh, like, that's not, there's no need for that. Why would you embarrass these girls? Da, 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 da. Yeah. And basically, um, somebody else in the comment section of one of them, or the, the start of the narrative of being like, if those girls that came out and said that they had been mistreated or sexually abused or whatever, how many of you would have just taken their word for it? Yeah. If that video didn't, if that video hadn't circulated. Yeah. Do you see what I mean? And it's kind of like, and I'm not, I'm not victim blaming here under any circumstances. So I don't want anyone to come for me and be like, yeah, you just, you know, you're the reason why people don't speak up. But it's like, we now live in a world where we have to protect ourselves from something that might happen. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And I, and I, I just feel like it's a bit, it's a bit, it's a bit like upsetting to see that this brother is basically trying to do the right thing mm-hmm. by protecting the people at his party, yeah. protecting his own image or his own self. Yeah. Um, and he has to make this video in order to prove his innocence, even before he's been accused of anything. Like that's his mindset. Yeah. Is I need to make sure that I've got enough evidence in case I get accused of something because the climate we live in is that I might get accused of something. Yeah. In these modern times where there's mobile phones, all this kind of thing. Accountability. Yeah. I would I would seriously consider like, okay, as well as taking myself out of the situation, um, have an alibi. And what better tool than this thing in your pocket here in 4K? <laughs> they caught you in 4K. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Um, yeah, because if you're filming, you're yeah, not. But that's involved. more from a point of like. That's more so from a point. I of am like, the cameraman. Yeah. I am behind the camera. The, the Wahala is the dead. <laughs> yeah. But this is the thing on some Solomon Vanti shit. This is the thing that I'm saying. Like, I get what he did. Straight away, he was like, camera up. Show what's going on. Mm. But another part is like, when you are the cameraman, you control the narrative. So you can X out certain things where some of the yeah. mandem were doing the most. Mm-hmm. You can you can choose not to include those things in that video clip. You can only show the public what yeah. you want them to see. So I, I plead to people and I'm like, all right, cool. If you're going to now use the video evidence from camera A, let's see camera B, C, D from yeah, start to it's finish. True it's true still. But do you know what the thing is? Um when it comes down to the legalities of stuff. So when we're talking in a court of law, mm-hmm. it's what you can prove, not what you know. Yeah. So you might know what happened, but if you can't prove it to a jury of your peers, mm-hmm. it didn't happen. Yeah. Or at least you won't be convicted of it. Um, but when you're dealing with social media and just public and media presence, yeah, uh, you don't have that, you know, you don't have that, you know, ability to manipulate if anything it's, it's a different beast because on one hand it's whoever comes out with the story first yeah is the party that people root for or whoever's the most popular is the party that people root for yeah now i can't imagine what it'd be like for a popular person say like a like an artist or a you know like a famous person yeah to be the first one to say this is what happened in case it comes out because certain people, you'll be like, nah, I don't trust you anyway. So anything you say is a lie. Yeah. But like other people, it's like, who came out with it first? Who was the first to leak the story? Yeah. 
we'll yeah. just vote for them that they're obviously because they they're so brave they had the you know the the strength to come out with the story and tell everyone their truth and it's, a, it's just like hold on a minute just because they spoke first doesn't mean they spoke the doesn't truth doesn't mean yeah exactly. you know what I mean like there's yeah. there's very much um, you know you can control the narrative if you're the first person to say it mm-hmm. and I've seen we've seen that happen with loads of scandals mm-hmm. like the person who first comes out with it yeah. is the person who people tend to believe and root for damn it's an actual event that happened that I witnessed or, or didn't witness. You'll understand why I say that. So we were at a house party at uni. So we went to, it wasn't on campus, it was in Edinburgh. And it was like one of them pre-drinks joints. Uh-huh. So we got to the, we must have got to the yard at about eight. You know, we don't leave until about half 11, 12. So there's like four hours of drinking or whatever. And people had been drinking before. You know, we're students, bro. We, yeah. You know, but at these times, me and the man, them certain man, we're not really drinkers like that. Mm. we'll come we'll schmooze we'll hold a little rum or, or whatever we're drinking or sipping on but we're not really getting wasted like that especially before the before the club yeah we gotta be straight at the door or mm. else you know kb yeah um but yeah so a couple of the man then were smokers now a little backstory there's this one girl that is one of our brethren used to be you know this girl was on him yeah um and every time she would be around, he would she would basically just make it painfully obvious. Right. Okay. But he wasn't really on it. He was just like, I just he was like his attitude was if I ignore her for long enough, she'll get the hint. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like she, it was an awkward situation for him. Anyway, he had started seeing this girl, which was which was coincidentally her classmate. They weren't friends like that, yeah. but they knew each other from the same course. He had started seeing her, like on a serious tip, but it was very low key. Nobody really knew. She didn't make it public. He didn't make it public, but like we knew, innit? Yeah. Or we can't know. Not that we knew, we pieced it together, but we just didn't say nothing. You know that way? Yeah. And you think, yeah, you've been hanging around. You always hang around this one chick and you're, I'm not even going to ask you if you're going out of it. It's obvious. So, yeah. you know what? Let me not try and pull you up and embarrass you and do all the, oh, rib tickling. Nah, you got a little wife in there. Nah, I was just like, nah, nah. But anyway, he started dating her. And the thing what we thought was, yeah, when that girl finds out, she's going to either do one of two things, go balls to the walls and act like she doesn't know and do absolutely, end, like throw a titty in his face. Yeah. Or she's going to be an absolute arsehole. So at some point during the night, a bunch of people go out to smoke. Yeah. And my friend included. So they step out and, you know, it's getting hot in the house. So if me and a couple of other dons, we step out onto the balcony, mm. which overlooked where they were having their cigarette because it yeah. was literally above the main door of the flat. Yeah. So they would go out onto the, onto, on outside and we could see them. Yeah. Anyway, we hear this girl. She's drunk by this point. She's like, oh, where is mm. such and such? And a few people are like, oh, he's downstairs smoking or whatever. She's like, oh, I want a cigarette. And on the way out, some girl said, but you don't smoke. Didn't think any of it. She's thought, you know, when people are drunk and they, you know, some people are drunk smokers, innit? They only yeah. smoke when they're drinking. So nobody really thought anything of it. So she comes running downstairs, obviously, because she's realized that he's downstairs. Yeah, okay. But she's tried to frame it like she wants a cigarette. Anyway, we all, by this point, have made our peace with the fact that she's clearly besotted by this guy and she'll just do shit to be in his company. Yeah. Is it cute? Nah, it's a bit harassment. It's a bit bombardment-ish. But yeah, ultimately, you think to yourself, if it was the other way around, male doing it to a female, you'd alarm bells because, you know, 
it's intimidating. Mm. But when it's a woman doing it to a man, it's sort of like, you know, I, what's she, what's she gonna do? What's she gonna do? Pin him down and rape him? Like, yeah. the chances of that are highly unlikely. Anyway, that was my attitude in. I want to say this was like 2009, 2010. Mm-hmm. So a good 11 years ago, before I was privy to what could happen in a scenario like that. So anyway, us man on the balcony, them man are smoking. And you know, you can see people chatting and in this circle and the smoke puffs are, you know, there. So anyway, they, a few of the, when she comes downstairs, he's still half cigarette. The other boys are just like, oh, we'll catch you upstairs. Mm-hmm. So now, unbeknownst to her, we can see both of them. Mm-hmm. And they're just chatting, but you know we know that he's uncomfortable, yeah, because he doesn't like being in, alone with her or around her, basically. Anyway, he comes up a few minutes later and doesn't say anything, doesn't mention anything or whatever. And by this point, it must be about half eleven. So everyone's like, right, you know that, <laughs> you know, in every house party, every pre-drink, there's that one girl that just turns down the music. Taxis are coming. <laughs> you know what I mean? You don't even live here. Why are you? Why are you doing why the mum thing? Yeah. Why you know what I mean? Like, taxis are coming. There's a five seater, a six seater, two four seaters. You know, and just trying to divvy up everyone according yeah. to you know social group or whatever. And it's just like, oh, whatever. Anyway, mm. just shortly after that happens, everyone's like getting their things together. You know, some people are taking longer than others, but there's some people that are like, you know, out the door. Yeah. She comes running up the stairs. Mm. This girl there from the the girl that my fancy my friend. She comes running back in the house, crying, and goes to the bathroom and just locks herself in it. Okay. So at this point, everyone's making their way out. The music stopped, yeah. but now all the attention's on this girl who's locked herself in the bathroom because people are trying to leave. You might want to get that last minute slash in. Yeah. You know, you know, you want to be standing in the queue bursting on the piss. Yeah. You know exactly. what I mean? So everyone's trying. To, this is when people are trying to use the bathroom. Mm. Anyway. She's locked herself in the bathroom. So by this point, I'm like, you know what? Fuck it, we'll just leave or whatever. So the girl whose flat it was and one of her close friends walk by the door and be like, what's wrong? And you can't hear anything, but she's obviously crying. But at this point, you're just like, this is just attention seeking. Unless something serious has happened, this is just attention seeking. Anyway, we leave. We have our night out. We don't see her again for the rest of the evening. We don't see the other two girls again for the rest of the evening. Um... Two days later, the guy that I was referring to, mm-hmm. we found out that he had been taken in by the police. The police had come to the house and brought him in for questioning. Yeah. So we were like, what happens? One of our other brethren who knew why, because he was at the house when the police came. Yeah. So he's been like, yeah. So that don't, obviously don't say nothing, but that girl says that he raped her. Mm. And we were like, what? Like, seriously, are you you taking a piss? Yeah. Because everything we know about them two, individually, and when they're in the same room, he didn't rape her. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's like, I was like, and then we were like, when? It was like, was it the other night? Like, because they weren't alone at any point. Exactly. And I'm thinking, what the the fuck? When did this happen? Mm. So I've not been able to speak to your man. Yeah. So anyway, about a week later, we see him. He comes into uni. And I've obviously tried to phone him or whatever. His phone's off. Can't get through to the guy. No one's seen him. No one's spoken to him about it yet. So anyway, I've spoken to him and I said, so what What the fuck? Did, like, he was like, I didn't touch it. I was like, bro, you don't need to tell me that. Mm. What I want to know is what she said. Yeah. 
And if there's any way I can validate, you know, back you up, a character witness or a witness or whatever, yeah. let me know. Mm. So he was like, yeah. So on the night, on that night that we were all at the, the pre-party, um, I went out for a cigarette with a couple of guys. They went upstairs and she came down. And at this point, I'm like, I know where I was when, when this alleged incident happened, but carry on. So in my yeah. mind, I'm like, I didn't say anything. I just let him speak. Mm -hmm. He says, yeah. And then she's saying, like, oh, I've, I tried to come on to her and she was telling me no. And then I threw in the bushes and tried to take my dick out. And then when she was like, when she cried and screamed out no, whatever, apparently I ran back inside and then left. Yeah. And then that's when she, and then she was like, yeah. Then she pulled herself together and came back in her and then obviously locked herself in the bathroom. And as soon as he said that, some of the other men then were like, who weren't at the party, yeah. were like, what the fuck, man? What a sick da 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 da. And yeah. I was just like, I was sitting there furious because mm. I saw their interaction and yeah. none of that happened. I'm the guy that was standing over the balcony witnessing this. If you screamed, I would have heard it. Mm. And more to the point, I saw the interaction. Yeah. It lasted for less than 30 seconds. So all of what you're saying didn't happen. Mm. but he didn't know I was on the balcony oh, okay. so I said so in my head I'm like I'm going to tell him this but mm. I'm not going to tell him in public because yeah. then it's going to gaslight everyone and everyone's going to be like oh you need to so I said mm. no let me yeah. so anyway I told him this and um, he was like are you he's like swear and I was like bro I know and I said "There's there were other men with me they weren't really paying attention but there were a few of us that were on the balcony at that time but yeah. I saw what happened mm. or rather what didn't happen yeah. Apparently she basically said she didn't want to press charges. But by this point, people have been told the narrative that yeah. he sexually assaulted her. Yeah. His name's the damage has already been done. Yeah. Yeah. Do you see what I mean? And it just, it bothers me to this fucking, and I've not seen that boy since. Serious. He went back home. Yeah. And... You know, this is in a time where, you know, if, if, if not everyone had Facebook. Mm -hmm. You know, IG wasn't about that. The lines of communication were very far and few between compared yeah. to what you have now. Yeah. If, and, you know, he must have changed his phone number or whatever. But, yeah, I have not seen that guy since. And yeah. the thing that bothers me is this girl lied because she didn't get what she wanted. Yeah, yeah. And I was just thinking to myself, if there was a camera... Or somebody, or Snapchat culture was big back then. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? You would have seen some kind of evidence to be like, nah, that never happened. But now here comes this quote unquote popular girl mm. and she's popular for a fucking reason. Yeah. yeah. But here comes this popular girl that everyone likes and da da da. She screams fucking wolf and yeah. people just automatically Jump believe her that. without asking her, well, what actually did happen? Yeah. Do you see what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah, and then it's quite funny. A few years after I graduated, I was walking down the street and, I, and she walked past me mm. with this new fella. And I felt every part of me, I had to like restrain myself from saying to that guy, you know, this, is this your girlfriend? You know you're dating a, uh, somebody who accused my friend of rape and he didn't touch her. Mm. And just felt like going in on her. But I said, you know what? This is A, not my battle to fight. Yeah. And B, it solves nothing. It changes nothing. Yeah, yeah, like me having that quarrel with you on the street, Isn't some five six years later, it yeah. doesn't make any difference. So yeah. why why yeah. bother? Why why you know resurrect that pain and that torture for me and yeah. my friend on my friend's behalf? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, and that's and that and that that incident right there taught me, and this is not me victim blaming, but find out the facts. Yeah, 
before you start choosing sides. Yeah. Because as much as, yes, and based on that stats that we had the other day, 90% of women have been sexually assaulted or whatever, but that doesn't mean every time it's somebody has done it. Yeah. Some people, like people lie, man. Mm. So many people lie. Like if a woman says she's been sexually assaulted, don't just brush it off. Take it seriously. But don't take it seriously while you just blindly believe her. Like have the ability to be empathetic, but still open to the other side of the story. Yeah. There's two sides to a coin. You know what I mean? There's many yeah. pages in the book. Let's not believe the first narrative that's been sold to us. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah. I think that's the one thing that like I've always taken from that particular instance and just been like, yeah, look, as traumatic and as believable as somebody sounds, you're only hearing one side of it. Yeah. So do True. your research. Real talk. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. I remember in um in America, the young footballer, um, American footballer who got uh, jailed for, I think he did six years and he lost his career. Uh, and then the f- new evidence came to light and they found out that the girl had lied. There was a film on Netflix about that. Ah, right, okay. It, it wasn't... Is it the one where the girl... So the outcome of this was they found out the girl had lied and she got the the sentence that was equivalent to what he had been, been given. Like she got a long stretch for lying, basically. So the, I don't know if the Netflix story is a direct adaptation of this event, mm-hmm. but it's the same. So it's a young high school... A black kid who was destined for the NFL. Mm. And an incident happened in school um, where they were making out and he was just like, no, I'm not really on this. We're going to get caught. You know, Mm. he's in high school, you know. Even just the idea of somebody walking in and you see and you kiss somebody is like, oh, we're going to get caught. Yeah. So he was just like, nah, I'll go this way. You go that way. And that way we won't get in trouble. She got caught being outside of class during class. Okay. And there was this one area of the school that it was known for like, that's where people go to make out. Yeah. So she's come back from that and the security and the teacher or whatever, seen her come back from that. It's like, I know what you kids do down there. Who were you with? Mm. And she was like, oh, uh, you know, it's not like that. And then the, the teacher has said, not candidly, but kind of like, oh, so you were raped. Instead of reinforcing no, you were down there making out with a with another pupil. Yeah. She tried to do the reverse card and be like, oh, so if you weren't down there do, doing that with another pupil willingly, so what, you were raped? Mm-hmm. Kind of like playing the reverse psychology role, yeah. but it backfired because the girl was like, yeah. Yeah, she was. Uh... Then that blew up and then he got kicked out of school. He lost his scholarship, ended up going to prison. It turns out the reason why is because someone told the mother of the girl mm-hmm. that if this goes through and he gets convicted, that she will get a large sum of money. Oh, right, okay. So the mother was like, you know, living in the ghetto, hard times, financially unstable. The mother was like, nah, he did that. So she coerced the young girl to basically fabricate this lie Mm. in order to get the money. Yeah. And then when he's been released, she's had the audacity to hit him up on Facebook, being like, oh, you look good. How have you been? Ah! Wow. So obviously he's... He's going through all these emotions. He's out now for something that he did. He's been, he served his time. Yeah. And he's, you know, now he's in a position where he's like, I just want to get my life back on track. Here she comes again. Yeah. And then it turns out that, you know, the, the lawyers and all the rest of it have basically identified that the mother coerced the young girl to fabricate this lie in order to get the money and just didn't give a fuck about this boy's future. 
That's mad. Yeah, I need so. to find that film because that sounds like, sounds like one of my kind of watches. You, you know, know, the actor that plays uh, MC Ren in Straight Outta Compton, I yeah. can't remember his name, but um, it's him. It's in, it's a film with him in it. Um, I can't remember what the film's called, though. I'll find it. Uh, yeah, you, you'll find it. So, um, But yeah, it's mad, bruv. It's so frustrating, man, because you just think to yourself, like, rape culture is not a thing to be taken lightly. It's not something to be played with. It's not something to be manipulated. But that's exactly what happens sometimes. And it's probably far less than, you know, you'd think. But if it happens to even one person, man, you can't help but feel like, what the fuck? Is that how easy it is? We just blindly take the, take the yeah. quote-unquote victim's story as like the truth without actually doing any... You have to defend yourself out of a lie. Yeah, exactly. And I by think that, that time, I think I think that is the overarching kind of sentiment I have to this these scenarios is that you have to even the, the fact that you even have to defend yourself against a lie. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. little petty rumors, Chinese whispers. As you get older and you become more confident in yourself, you kind of think to yourself, "Nah, I don't really care. I don't feel the need to address it. It's not damaging or whatever." But when they are damaging, what do you do? Yeah, do you know what I mean? So it's, it's like, just if you give it energy, you're giving people more to work with. If you don't give it energy, you might seem guilty because you're staying silent. Yeah, It's a tight rope to walk, man. It's, it's not fair on anybody to have to defend themselves against a lie, but this is the world we live in. Everybody, exactly. Especially with social media, everybody's judge, juror, and prosecutor. Precisely. And we've seen it so many times. We've mm -hmm. seen it play out so many times. That's what cancel culture is. Yeah. 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 Do you know what? I saw something uh, <laughs> quite funny. Uh, let me find this. Just a meme. It said, it's only cancel culture if it originates in the Cancel region of France. Otherwise, <laughs> otherwise, it's just sparkling consequences. <laughs> oh, that's phenomenal. It's not... <laughs> oh. Word, and that is how ridiculous cancel culture actually is, man. These blood clot people. <laughs> okay, okay, damn! Okay. Mic drop end. That's the oh, mic drop end. Yeah. But do you know what? I think we need to start doing. We need to start like introducing ourselves, or at least saying who we are. Oh right, okay. Because we never do that. Like even when I listen to it, because I know who we are, yeah, and yeah. I know what we're talking about. Like I'm just thinking, if somebody was given, like, said, oh, somebody, like, you know, so if some one of our listeners shares it to somebody who doesn't know who we are, yeah, they still ain't gonna know who we are by the end of it. Ah, real. So um, real yeah. Um, What's this? Episode 16. Yeah, episode 16. Is it? Yeah, it is. Yeah, all right. So the last episode was, yeah, 100%. 100% 16. Um, yeah, this is the reason the season of podcast. <laughs> so dumb doing this after 16 episodes, but every every episode right, we could we have get, have could be that. somebody's first episode. So we have to, we have to think. So I go by the name of Ellington, also known as Tone. And I go by the name of Sims. And you are listening to the Reasoning and Seasoning Podcast. What up, boom up. We ain't doing that no more. What up? Boom up. What's going on, people? You're now listening to the Reasoning and Seasoning Podcast with myself, Ellington. And me, King Sims. Make sure you check out new episodes every Friday on Spotify. And weekly on YouTube. You can also follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Reasoning and Seasoning Podcast.